0: Today we have a preview of another show on the Life Audio Podcast Network called Breathe Bible. Your favorite actors, singers, and performers are coming together to bring the Bible to life. For more information, be sure to check out the show notes.
1: Someone is coming soon who is greater than I am. So much greater that I'm not even worthy to stoop down like a slave and untie the straps of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit.
0: Hi, this is Kevin Sorbo welcoming you to this episode of the Breathe Bible Audio Theater, a dramatic one-year audio journey through the New Testament featuring the Breathe Audio Bible. This week's 30-minute episode begins with the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1 from the New Living Translation. Hill Harper's portrayal of Mark starts us off in a fast-moving account of the life of Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God. And now, sit back and relax as together we experience the Breathe Audio Bible. The Gospel of Mark.
1: This is the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. It began just as the prophet Isaiah had written.
2: Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you and he will prepare your way. He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him.
1: This messenger was John the Baptist. He was in the wilderness and preached that people should be baptized to show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. All of Judea, including all the people of Jerusalem, went out to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. His clothes were woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food, he ate locusts and wild honey. Someone is coming soon who is greater than I am. So much greater that I'm not even worthy to stoop down like a slave and untie the straps of his sandals. I baptize you with water but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. One day Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. As Jesus came up out of the water, he saw the heavens splitting apart and the Holy Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said,
0: You are my dearly loved son, and you bring me great joy.
1: The Spirit then compelled Jesus to go into the wilderness, where he was tempted by Satan for 40 days. He was out among the wild animals, and angels took care of him. Later on, after John was arrested, Jesus went into Galilee, where he preached God's
2: good news. The time promised by God has come at last. The kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins, And believe the good news. One day, as Jesus was walking along
1: the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the
2: water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little
1: farther up the shore, Jesus saw Zebedee's sons, James and John, in a boat repairing their nets. He called them at once, and they also followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men. Jesus and his companions went to the town of Capernaum. When the Sabbath day came, he went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority. Quite unlike the teachers of religious law. Suddenly, a man in the synagogue, who was possessed by an evil spirit, cried out.
0: Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus
2: reprimanded him. Be quiet. Come out of the man.
1: At that, the evil spirit screamed, threw the man into a convulsion, and then came out of him. Amazement gripped the audience, and they began to discuss what had happened. What sort of new teaching is this? It has such authority. Even evil spirits obey his orders. The news about Jesus spread quickly throughout the entire region of Galilee. After Jesus left the synagogue with James and John, they went to Simon and Andrew's home. Now Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. They told Jesus about her right away. So he went to her bedside, took her by the hand, and helped her sit up. Then the fever left her, and she prepared a meal for them. That evening after sunset, many sick and demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. The whole town gathered at the door to watch. So Jesus healed many people who were sick with various diseases, and he cast out many demons. But because the demons knew who he was, he did not allow them to speak. Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. Later, Simon and the others went out to find him. When they found him, they said,
2: Everyone is looking for you. We must go on to other towns as well, and I will preach to them too. That is why I came. So he
1: traveled throughout the region of Galilee, preaching in the synagogues and casting out demons. A man with leprosy came and knelt in front of Jesus, begging to be healed. If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing. Be healed. Instantly, the leprosy disappeared, and the man was healed. Then Jesus sent him on his way with a stern warning.
2: Don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. But the man went and spread the word, proclaiming to everyone what had happened.
1: As a result, large crowds soon surrounded Jesus, and he couldn't publicly enter a town anywhere. He had to stay out in the secluded places, but people from everywhere kept coming to him. When Jesus returned to Capernaum several days later, the news spread quickly that he was back home. Soon the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room even outside the door. While he was preaching God's word to them, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man,
2: My child, your sins are forgiven.
1: But some of the teachers of religious law who were sitting there thought to themselves, What is he saying? This is blasphemy.
2: Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew
1: immediately what
2: they were thinking. Why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say to the paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven? Or stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. And the man jumped up, grabbed his mat, and walked out through the stunned onlookers. They
1: were all amazed and praised God. We've never seen anything like this before. Then Jesus went out to the lake shore again and taught the crowds that were coming to him. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at his tax collector's booth.
2: Follow me, and be my disciple. So Levi got up and followed him. Later,
1: Levi invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. There were many people of this kind among Jesus' followers. But when the teachers of religious law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with tax collectors and other sinners, they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with such scum?
2: When Jesus heard this, he told them, Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. Once when John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, some people came to Jesus Why don't your disciples fast,
0: like John's disciples and the Pharisees
2: do? Do wedding guests fast, while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. They can't fast while the groom is with them. But someday, the groom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. Besides, who would patch old clothing with new cloth? For the new patch would shrink and rip away from the old cloth, leaving an even bigger tear than before. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the wine would burst the wineskins, and the wine and the skins would both be lost. New wine calls for new wineskins. One Sabbath day, as Jesus
1: was walking through some grain fields, his disciples began breaking off heads of grain to eat.
2: But the Pharisees said to Jesus, Look, why are they breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath? Haven't you ever read in the scriptures what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God during the days when Abiathar was high priest and broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests are allowed to eat. He also gave some to his companions. The Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath.
1: Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410.
2: I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states.
0: This is your host, Kevin Sorbo. You have been listening to the first two chapters of the Gospel of Mark from the Breathe Audio Bible. You know, over the years, I've had the privilege of playing many challenging roles. But I have to admit, when the team at Tyndale House Publishers asked me to portray the voice of God in the Breathe Audio Bible, I was humbled and excited at the same time. The Breathe Bible features nearly 100 actors voicing roles of the New Testament, including Josh Lucas as Jesus, Corbin Bleu as John, Ashley Judd as Mary Magdalene, Hill Harper as Mark, Bailey Madison as young Mary, Jesse McCartney as Matthew, Marshall Allman as John the Baptist, and John Reese davies as the narrator. Did you know that you can own this amazing New Testament audio experience and listen to it anytime, anywhere, The Breathe Bible is available in a variety of formats, so you can listen at home or on the go. Now let's rejoin Hill Harper and the rest of the Breathe Bible cast as we continue our journey through the Gospel of Mark.
1: Jesus went into the synagogue again and noticed a man with a deformed hand. Since it was the Sabbath, Jesus' enemies watched him closely. If he healed the man's hand, they planned to accuse him of working on the Sabbath. Jesus said to the man with a deformed hand Come
2: and stand in front of everyone Then he turned to his critics Does the law permit good deeds on the Sabbath Or is it a day for doing evil Is this a day to save life or to destroy it
1: But they wouldn't answer him He looked around at them angrily And was deeply saddened by their hard hearts Then he said to the man
2: Hold out your hand
1: So the man held out his hand and it was restored. At once the Pharisees went away and met with the supporters of Herod to plot how to kill Jesus. Jesus went out to the lake with his disciples, and a large crowd followed him. They came from all over Galilee, Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, from east of the Jordan River, and even from as far north as Tyre and Sidon. The news about his miracles had spread far and wide, and vast numbers of people came to see him. Jesus instructed his disciples to have a boat ready so the crowd would not crush him. He had healed many people that day, so all the sick people eagerly pushed forward to touch him. And whenever those possessed by evil spirits caught sight of him, the spirits would throw them to the ground in front of him, shrieking.
2: You are the Son of God!
1: But Jesus sternly commanded the spirits not to reveal who he was. Afterward, Jesus went up on a mountain And called out the ones he wanted to go with him. And they came to him. Then he appointed twelve of them and called them his apostles. They were to accompany him, and he would send them out to preach, giving them authority to cast out demons. These are the twelve he chose. Simon, whom he named Peter. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, but Jesus nicknamed them Sons of Thunder. Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Thaddaeus, Simon the Zealot, Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed him. One time, Jesus entered a house, and the crowds began to gather again. Soon, he and his disciples couldn't even find time to eat. When his family heard what was happening, they tried to take him
2: away. He's out of his mind.
1: But the teachers of a religious law who had arrived from Jerusalem said,
2: He's possessed by Satan, the prince of demons.
1: That's where he gets the power to cast out demons. Jesus called them over and responded
2: with an illustration. How can Satan cast out Satan? A kingdom divided by civil war will collapse. Similarly, a family splintered by feuding will fall apart. And if Satan is divided and fights against himself, how can he stand? He would never survive. Let me illustrate this further. Who is powerful enough to enter the house of a strong man and plunder his goods? Only someone even stronger, someone who could tie him up and then plunder his house. I tell you the truth, all sin and blasphemy can be forgiven. But anyone who blasphemes the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. This is a sin with eternal consequences.
1: He told them this because they were saying he's possessed by an evil spirit. Then Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him. They stood outside and sent word for him to come out and talk with them. There was a crowd sitting around Jesus, and someone said,
2: Your mother and your brothers are outside asking for you. Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Then he looked at those around him. Look, these are my mother and brothers. Anyone who does God's will is my brother and sister and mother.
1: Once again, Jesus began teaching by the lake shore. A very large crowd soon gathered around him, so he got into a boat. Then he sat in the boat while all the people remained on the shore. He taught them by telling many stories in the form of parables, such as this
2: one. Listen. A farmer went out to plant some seed. As he scattered it across his field, some of the seed fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plant soon wilted under the hot sun. And since it didn't have deep roots, it died. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants, so they produced no grain. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they sprouted, grew, and produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Later, when Jesus was
1: alone with the 12 disciples and with the others who were gathered around, they asked him what the parables meant.
2: You are permitted to understand the secret of the kingdom of God. But I use parables for everything I say to outsiders so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. When they see what I do, they will learn nothing. When they hear what I say, they will not understand. Otherwise, they will turn to me And be forgiven. If you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? The farmer plants seed by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have Satan come at once and take it away. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message. And immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents others who hear God's word. But all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life, the lure of wealth, and the desire for other things. So no fruit is produced. And the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Would anyone light a lamp and then put it under a basket or under a bed? Of course not. A lamp is placed on a stand where its light will shine, for everything that is hidden will eventually be brought into the open, and every secret will be brought to light. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given, and you will receive even more. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, but for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. The kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters seed on the ground, night and day, while he's asleep or awake. The seed sprouts and grows, but he does not understand how it happens. The earth produces the crops on its own. First, a leaf blade pushes through. Then the heads of wheat are formed. And finally, the grain ripens. And as soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes and harvests it with the sickle, for the harvest time has come. How can I describe the kingdom of God? What story should I use to illustrate it? It is like a mustard seed planted in the ground. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of all garden plants. It grows long branches, and birds can make nests in its shade.
1: Jesus used many similar stories and illustrations to teach the people as much as they could understand. In fact, in his public ministry, he never taught without using parables. But afterward... When he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything to them. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting,
0: Jesus, Jesus, wake, wake up. up! Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown?
1: When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence! Be still! Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm.
2: Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith?
1: The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? Even the wind and waves obey him. So they arrived on the other side of the lake in the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus climbed out of the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit came out from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the burial caves and could no longer be restrained, even with a chain. Whenever he was put into chains and shackles, as he often was, he snapped the chains from his wrist and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Day and night he wandered among the burial caves and in the hills howling and cutting himself with sharp stones. When Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him, ran to meet him, and bowed
2: low before him. Come out of the man, you evil spirit.
0: Why are you interfering with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God?
2: In the name of
0: God, I beg you, don't torture me.
2: What is your name? My name is Legion. Because there are many of us inside this man.
1: Then the evil spirits begged him again and again not to send them to some distant place. There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. The spirits begged, Send us into those pigs. Let us enter them. So Jesus gave them permission. The evil spirits came out of the man and entered the pigs. And the entire herd of about 2,000 pigs plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned in the water. The herdsmen fled to the nearby town and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. People rushed out to see what had happened. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus, and they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons. He was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane, and they were all afraid. Then those who had seen what happened told the others about the demon-possessed man and the pigs. And the crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with
2: him. No, go home to your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. So the man started off to visit the ten
1: towns of that region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told them.
0: Thank you for joining me for the Breathe Bible Audio Theater. Today, our journey took us from the opening pages of Mark's Gospel to Mark chapter 5, verse 20. The final verse in today's broadcast leaves us with a man whose life has been transformed by Jesus Christ, the Messiah. This final scene is of a man set free proclaiming the great things Jesus has done for him. In our next episode, we will rejoin the Gospel of Mark, where we will encounter some of the best-loved miracles of Jesus. This is your host, Kevin Sorbo, inviting you to join me next week at this time as we continue our one-year journey through the New Testament on the Breathe Bible Audio Theater. Thanks for listening.
1: This copyrighted audio production of the Breathe Bible Audio Theater is produced by Carl Amari, Blaine Smith, Michael Masiewski, and Steve Keel.
2: Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth, unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak,